Recording in progress. Because I didn't have him on the YouTube version yet But I had to get the Young King back on Please uh, give everybody your socials And introduce yourself, please, King What's up, everybody? My name is Juice GQ Here, I mean, you guys can find me at Instagram Juice underscore GQ um, Find me at, I want to say on everything, too But um, Also, follow us on Tycoon Sports Media um, Find all of our content And everything that we got going on over there so the last time you was on the podcast was December twentieth of twenty twenty. What has been going on in your life since then, man? Dude, trying to get over this COVID hump, bro. Like that was the main thing of um still trying to find find creativeness and finding energy throughout that. And uh we made it through. You know what I mean? We got to the other side. Um thank God I didn't really I didn't lose anybody to COVID or anything like that. Um but I know a couple people that did, so so it's definitely shouts out to them. I like not shouts out, but like definitely condolences to them. And they, like definitely want to. Um, this wasn't something light that we just could take. So everybody took a hit, some which way or another, whether financially, emotionally, or whatever um, they went through. So trying to come out of that positively and with good energy, and just trying to create something to help future generations like so therefore like now i mean like it just had a lot of sitting i had a lot of sitting time to try to come up with something like i feel like everybody did right right so so what do you feel like the good and bad from COVID? from you like what did you learn about yourself or what did you grow on what did you get rid of and you know what was the good and bad from i guess sitting still for you for those that year or so i feel like we're coming out of it now but What's the good and bad of it for you? Um, I'd say the bad I'll start off with was more so like um, figuring out how to get rid of negative energy and like bad anxiety. Like, I mean, like just figuring out who's really with you and who's really like here to stay going through this next tough time. Because of course, I mean, that's a pandemic and everybody was going through stuff, but who actually went through who actually reached out and actually stayed close in those times, actually, um, that's a big help. So it's just, it was really just, I mean, like the the wake-up call of who's around and who's not. Um, who, like, just, I mean, really who got your back? Like, um, I, I forgot, hold on, damn, um, I want to say it's, it's Rick Ross, but he said um, the – well, yeah, yeah. Um, well, matter of fact, I'm not. I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss. Uh, miss misquote it. But he was pretty much saying that when the lights go out, that's when everybody. Um, that's when the real. Yeah, when the lights go out, that's when you see the real guys. 
Like, so pretty much like, yeah. So I didn't want to uh, mess up this quote, but yeah, when the lights go out, that's when you see the real guys. So pretty much when you, when every, I mean, when you're back against the wall, that's when everybody comes to light. You see who's really in your corner and you notice it's family. It's the ones that's the, for real, for real, the day ones, it's the true definition of day ones, or even it doesn't even matter about a day one because sometimes the day ones fade away. The day the ones, you know what I mean? Don't continue picking up the ball or where you left it or like, I mean, like leave it, maybe you left off on a bad conversation or something like that. And it's like, maybe they maybe that day one's not mature enough to continue moving on with you or anything like that. And that's like, no, but nothing specific, but just generally, like you start seeing, yo bro, like the family, that's your main unit. Like nobody owes you anything on this world, but your family, like they, and they for real, they don't even owe you for nothing for real. That's just embedded in you. Like you want to try to get that, get your family to the next elevated point and try to help them out as much as possible. So um, that's just what I took from, like, the badge of COVID, of course, not me trying to figure out your circle and figure out, like, I mean, who's really with you going to the next level. But good um, is finding those people. I mean, and it's finding that energy of creativity, of finding something. Um, 2020 gave everybody a moment to sit down and relax and realize those things and realize that everybody has that million-dollar, billion-dollar talent or that niche or like that potential, you just have to tap into it and find it. And I feel like COVID gave a lot of people time to think and figure that out. For like sure. even, I mean, you with your podcast, bro. Like, I mean, you growing, you take your time. Like, you feel me? Like, bro, what episode you on now? <laughs> uh, it's a lot of them, man. But it's just, you know, exactly. it's a back and forth, but it's just like COVID will give you that consistency to like, hey, man, you got to sit there and figure it out, man. Like what you doing? Like for real, you playing with it? Are you really trying to do it, or are you just it's just a hobby, man? So that's what it is. I think for a lot of people, it gave them the focus. Like a lot of people feel like, oh, well, nobody, you know, don't want to work because they're lazy. It's like, nah, people not going for the BS no more. They like, yo, I want to build on my own stuff. I'm not trying to work for you for no money, and you treat me bad. Like I'm gonna figure out my own stuff and really go hard for it. I'm gonna lose the game. I think. That's what it is more of like people just being lazy. The people is trying to figure out their own lane. Mm. Yeah. Nah, that's a good point. Very good point. For yeah, sure. For sure, man. Now you the music director at Cam Kirk, the manager. You do all kind of stuff, man, in sports and media. But like during I guess the pandemic or everything, man, what were you did you find yourself listening to more older music? Because it's felt like during the pandemic, stuff like that, people wasn't really vibing to like new music like that they couldn't feel it because they wasn't outside like that like a lot of people was listening to a lot of older music and comfort music that they used to what kind of music was you listening to the past two years mm, past two years let's see um i gotta give it to i ain't gonna front so <laughs> i have this safe space of older music that I go to whenever I don't like something, whenever I don't like stuff that's out. Right. I mean, so I do have the 90s R&B playlist and then I do have, um, I have a whole Future playlist, like of pretty much anything that Future has pretty much ever dropped. So like that keeps me like literally in the time spans of like how much music my, my man has like actually made him and Drake. So like pretty much I have those two and it's like just, those were key pieces and 
last but not least was I didn't I don't want to make it seem like this was like last, but I tried to make it a point to learn like a lot of um Jay-Z's discography. Like um yes, reasonable reasonable doubt. I took I made that like a mission to try to learn that front and back. Um, during COVID, I fell off. I ain't gonna lie, cause that shit is a lot. And Hove, Hove is a genius, bro. So it's like trying to take all of that in. It's like, cause really, I looked at reasonable doubt like a, um, like a business plan almost, or like kind of like a blueprint to, to like my life, or to kind of like what, not those exact moments or exact like hardships, but the exact pain. Like, I mean, the same pain of the struggle of trying to come up out of something and trying to make something work. But, um, yeah, and it's just, like, seeing, like, his age and everything, like, that didn't deflect. Um, Anything else like that he had to give to the world and give to the game. So it's, like, trying to learn a lot of his discography was a lot within the last two years. Yeah, Jay-Z, man, it's just, like, because... I mean, he first came out in 96, so some of us was like, didn't even know what was going on. I was way too young to understand what he's talking about. So, like, that's the beauty of music and movies and stuff is that you can go back at an older age and it's going to hit you a little bit different. And, like, Jay-Z been given a lot of game. Like, we knew the hits of Jay-Z, the H to the Izzo's and the big songs, the big, big songs. But them deep cuts when he really, really talking that talk, and teaching you game and letting you learn things like that's like the blueprints of the world, the you know, volume threes and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. those are the ones yeah. that's really giving out game. I really wanted to know why he was the greatest. Um and we really wanted to give like because I'm one of those people that um if I want to give you the crown, I have to learn everything or I have to know everything about the criteria. Same way with basketball. Like, I mean, we know MJ has checked off every checkbox and LeBron still has like two checkboxes left to surmount him. Like, I mean, so it's like, what checkboxes did Jay-Z already check off besides, of course, everything, but I don't know personally. Like, I mean, maybe the generation before me saw it the same way I've seen Drake from 09, 08, like and I've seen him till now, so I've seen that whole. I can I'm I can say he's my goat because I've seen his work from this to this. I've seen his elevation. I've seen his transformation. I didn't see Jay Z's personally, so it's like I'm just going off of what everybody else is saying. Older generations, older cousins, everybody else that was around for that. It's just like what Jay Z's this. I didn't see Jordan play too much. Like you know what I mean, like but going back doing that research as a basketball player growing up I was like oh no nah, like not nah, yeah he's the ghost bro like nah, I mean, there's no yeah. debate so it's like going through back with jay-z's was like okay reasonable doubt boom blueprint boom like um in my lifetime in my albums volumes one two and three are crazy yeah. like yeah just seeing seeing how his evolution went then american gangster that's super super crazy um kingdom come was okay like, I mean, like, yeah. those trying to, yeah. He was, was like, he was trying to, like, get back in it, but, like, he got a couple songs in there, definitely, but, like, definitely, like, yeah. the Black Album was big, but I was like, oh, okay, I just listened to it for the vibes, but when I really listened to it, listening back to what he was saying and all that, man, the Black Album is, like, a no-skips kind of joint. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, like, one song, people don't really, like, Justify My Thug like that. They don't really like that one off of, 
uh, the Black Album, but I mean, he literally was spitting, you know. Nah, and that's the thing. I was, I can't just say cats don't have misses. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, I can't say I was, I was going through and this. I was skipping, I skipped maybe one or two on each album. Like, there's yeah, some misses on there. So it's sure. like, you ain't just going, like, even Jordan didn't make every single basket. Sure, and But that is just to me, though. Know what I mean, so that's person, I'm, and mind you, I'm diving through this for my, personal opinion and my goat and my like know what I mean like safety in my mind of like nah I really went through everything with Jay-Z and like I don't like this off of that album I don't like this off of that album but everything off this album fine everything off this album fine like yeah I have to be able to go there and so I'll be able to have that confidence in myself and my brain as far as music yeah I found myself doing that a lot too during the pandemic but uh coming out of it and stuff like that man you got tycoon man we got to talk about that i see the shirt i see you moving man and i was uh reading up on it man it says tycoon is a wealthy powerful person in their business or industry man tell us about tycoon how it came to be and your thoughts behind it and everything man all right thank you bro um i appreciate that a lot so pretty much with tycoon it was born out of um it's it was born out of uh a love for sports and also a love for creatives. Um, if that's the best way to say it, like throughout my life, um, I've always tried to broke, break into the door of entertainment. When I realized that the basketball ball is life, whole dream wasn't going to work out and everything. Um, I, I kind of just directed all my energy to, all right, I'm not going to be rich and famous off of a sport or off of my body, off of what it can do. What other part is, what other talent do I have? And it's just like, I started realizing it's people and entertainment. So throughout COVID, it was really like trying to figure out what is your talent? What is you, what are you good at? And I had to hone back into those, tap back into those of people and entertainment. And it's like, what am I good at as far as people, resources, family, like, I mean, giving everybody that that kind of juice feeling, like, everybody wants to, and that's what, even another thing that is kind of cool of your name is, of marketing my name and branding my name is juice. It was like, hey, bro, like, everybody wants that friend of, oh, like, somebody they can call on when you know they have their back at any point in time and know that they can make something happen for them uh, within their space at any point in time. So it's like me growing and growing my network and everything like that. I wanted to be able to use that and be able to, I mean, capitalize off that. So that was pretty much building up my media resume and building up my media contacts and my media industry, everything like that. Like working for BET for years and when I was growing up, working at Hot 97 uh, up in um, New York, like, working pretty much doing a different a whole bunch of different jobs and a whole bunch of different gigs in the music industry, music videos, photo shoots and things like that. Working at Cam Kirk Studios, a creative hub in Atlanta, like pretty much that everybody uses as far as the industry and artists and things like that. So it's like being in those spaces and being in those creative hubs it always allowed me to express my ideas, but never execute them. So when I got to the point of um i wanted to do, i wanted to bring it back to sports because 
um the that whole the whole music industry uh that is it's it is sat oversaturated i don't want to say it's but it's it's oversaturated to the to the point of there's a lot of people trying to break into it and do the not do this necessarily the same thing but there's not there's a lot of gatekeepers not showing you hey this is okay bet say this is my job i can't give you my job but i could show you another way another route to get to where you want to go like there's not it's just not a lot of that it's a lot of you have to kick the door down and um show people your work more so like doing a lot of free and a lot of stuff like and it's nothing wrong with free work but it's more so like just you have to show and prove more so like yeah yeah like i'll yeah. say you have to give give a lot of effort to on the show first um show show and prove first before you receive any um any accolades when as far as in sports it's like you do the work immediately you get the accolade like i mean i feel like i mean you score the touchdown you immediately get the praise you score the bucket you score you win the game you immediately get the praise and um athletes are only champion for a certain amount of time because their bodies are only worth a certain amount of time um you can only jump that high for a certain amount of time you can only run that fast for a certain amount of time so seeing how many people don't get capitalized and don't get um championed throughout their entire life like now i mean like you see how nba old nba legends nfl legends like you see like i mean like i i can't name you too many older i mean nfl hall of famers just me personally i want to do the i'm going to do the research i want to do the research but it's like i personally just can't just off the top of my head name you any of the 60s hall of famers the 70s hall of famers just me personally and um of course i mean like that's the thing but it's just you see how brands and everybody they and companies they gravitate towards the superstars at every point in time and it's like there's so many athletes that i mean like they're using up your body and you're using up your life and energy for that sport to better yourself and better your um your family but i mean you'll never know how that transpires afterwards you never know how, tra- how that transpires after your career so pretty much i know i'm rambling but it's pretty much to mesh all of that together i wanted to bring that creative community i wanted to bring all those creative experiences and creative resources and medias um in the media world and in that like culture of hip-hop in the culture of um sports bring those together like now i mean like corporate sports is more so on the corporate side they are more so of the um everything has to be above board everything has to be straightforward as well but um and in the world of the media and creates and the creators the everything is kind of more so it, it can bend a little bit the rules can bend a little bit like there's not really more so of a hard cut of this has to be like this that like sports is more so this this has been like this for years this has been like this and it has to continue being like this something might happen in the creative world that it sparks wow like oh that person did that all right let me follow suit and then might start a whole trend and a whole wave and that has to be brought over to the corporate sports world that has to be brought culture and creative and creativity and doing new things and pretty much showing that there's a new way of doing it that has to be brought over and i'm glad that they're taking steps towards that as far as like nil deals and everything like that and um allowing players to go ahead and capitalize off their name image and likeness that'll set trends and set 
a domino effect down the line for years to come now. But now it shows, it really shows that um, what players that from the past could have done with that. Right. It really shows like all the players that we don't know from the older, older NBA or older golfers or older whatever. Now, I mean, whatever sport, it just shows that, damn, what could they, they have done with that? What could have um, that baseball player from the 1980s who didn't have a media team following him or couldn't capitalize off his name, but he went to a small school, but what could he, what could he have done? He could have been the next Babe Ruth. Never know. But yeah, yeah. now we'll never know. But I mean, like, it's pretty much just taking these steps and showing change. Um, and I want to be the brain that sparks that. I want to be the brain that sparks new ideas and new creative creativity and partnership that go in and last a lifetime. Yeah. And I think that's important what you're doing, because I feel like now, athletes more than ever i mean for the past couple of years they really been going hard but i mean we definitely got to get a crown man to lebron with that spring hill and different companies and his whole way of thinking you know for a long long time his way of like okay nike y'all want me give my boy an internship okay rich paul like i met you just like you were selling jerseys and he put everybody in position his brain was already sparked way back when but now you see the kevin durant of the world and like everybody is starting to get into sports media and like you said the music game is oversaturated with branding and all that because they've been doing that but sports is starting to get into it so it's smart that you're making this move right now where it's not oversaturated right now only you know the athletes are kind of like running it i don't know everyday people that's just like hey like i think i want to start my own sports company uh, media company and it's good for them to tell their narrative because when they go in front of the camera after a game okay yeah i could have did better i could have did this i could have did that where your company could come in you could brand and show like hey we do a lot of things this is behind the scenes this is the ups the downs the highs the lows you guys could come in and show everything the work that's put in you know everything like and what the athlete wants you to see because now it's a perfect time where like the athletes can tell their side of the story. It's no more of like ESPN, ABC. Those are the only people that can tell your side. Tycoon could come in and know we, if with your permission, because y'all are, you know, y'all are for the athlete, we can tell your side of the story so it's not messed up. We can possibly have podcasts. We can have YouTube series. We can have anything. So you're coming in at the right time. You're coming in at the perfect time. Do you have any, like, favorite sports, like, branding or moment or something like that? Because I think for me that stands out, man, was really early slam magazines and stuff like that with Iverson with the fro and different things because slam was kind of introducing the hip-hop with basketball and stuff like that. Like, do you have anybody or seen anything coming up that you admired? Like, hey, they're running it. They mix in sports and media. Did you see anything coming up? You was like, okay, I like what they doing. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of what we say is kind of like in the company, we say kind of say kind of like poster boys or at least like the kind of blueprints like that. Uh, cast that, of course, not mean that I look up to or that, of course, um, are doing this at a crazy rate. And, of course, like you said, that is LeBron. LeBron is one. Um, a major one that uh, gets overlooked, but we, 
is one of my favorites, and I I super I love him to death. I can't wait to meet him one day. But Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham is pretty much one of the blueprints for for Tycoon, as far as cleanliness, um, image, out off the field projects, um, marketing. Odell Beckham was the second most marketable player last year behind Tom Brady. Wow. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. And that being said is a testament to how much he's mixed his media and his presence with from off the field to on the field. Um, From the catches to the practices to his training. Everybody like everybody's wondering how is he still that conglomerate of person and persona, how is he still able to hold this up? And he was in Cleveland, which there's not too much media outlets and things like that, or commercials that you're shooting in Cleveland. Exactly. It's pretty it's pretty cold up there. You know what I mean? Also, he was uh he was also fighting, of course, the media as far as ESPN and of that whole narrative that he was fighting as far as him being like a not a team player cancer to the team right. things like that um he was fighting all this and as on top of that as with the injury he kept fighting injuries he came in the league i'm a giants fan four games straight out the league didn't play the first four games kept fighting injury and you still the second most marketable player how yeah yeah in the, in the nfl you know and that's good like where mm-hmm. you come in and they always have a helmet on so it's so important for athletes to get with tycoon like we have to market you most of these people don't even know what you look like they know the back of your jersey they know your name on the back they know the number but and that's like, the, that's the nfl's you? job bro the nfl's job is to market that jersey and that helmet yeah, they're not. Their job is not to market you. No. And if you if you show out in between those two lines, and the fans are looking like, oh, who's that? Yeah. I, I, I like him. I might buy his jersey. Right. Oh, right. And NFL say, oh, okay. Oh, oh, ninety Rams ninety nine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. 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 Uh, who's that? Donald. Let's give him some airtime. This oh, Rams need some prime time uh, games this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You literally we got a Pro get, Bowl coming. You literally get fined for like taking off your helmet after a big play. They literally want you to have that helmet on all the time. And one thing I do know, and that you've been working with, man. Shout out to uh, Simeon Kelly, man. Uh, great photographer, man. I love his work and I love his videography work. I love what you've been doing, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. Justin Fields, man. I feel like, can y'all talk about that? You Your work with Simeon Kelly and Justin Fields. For sure. So pretty much with Simeon, um, Simeon's been a great friend for like the past two or three years. I've, I met Simeon at Camp Creek Studios, of course. Um, that was a great relationship that we mended and we built together. And so pretty much Simeon is um he was he was one of the one of our prime my prime conversations that i've had starting tycoon like as far as ideation and figuring out that um what he does is he's of course and i mean justin's personal he and growing up with justin coming up with justin in high school and um playing football with them together they developed their relationship so 
they showed me that Justin and the player, you have the power to pick your team and pick who rocks with you um, as an athlete, regardless of who your agent, manager, team is. If the athlete rock with you, the athlete rock with you. And that's uh, that was a beautiful thing that I noticed with them. And I wanted to go ahead and not even capitalize, but just go ahead and sh- display that. Really just like display the display the opportunities that can come from that of just a relationship of these two, an athlete and a creative. What they can create when they come together. As far as now you're making content for sports fans, for creatives that like sports, you like for Chicago Bears fans, for Justin Fields fans, for Ohio State fans. Now you're making content for five different audiences that all love your work. And it's like, at that point, that's a whole audience in itself that's selling, buying, like, I mean, they're all tapped in with your brand, whether it's Simeon's or whether it's Justin's or whether Simeon's based off of Justin's. Like, I mean, it's all together and it's all love. So it just showed me like Tycoon wants to be that, 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 that person. We want to be that team for, for athletes. We want to be that person that you guys can depend on as far as like what your brand and what your marketing, you want, we want you to be able to tell us like, Hey, like, yeah, I want it to look like this or yo, I want to do something like that. Yo, this is dope. I like how this person did that. And we want you to know sky's the limit. We want you to know that, like, in the creative space, there are no boundaries. Because people are creating and doing different things and educating every day. People yeah. are coming up with some new things every day in the creative space. That might not happen in the sports world all the time. There might not be a, a new thing to do every day. Like, I want to say, um, even baseball celebration, they gave uh, – like they were, it was. I forgot his name. I'm so, I'm, I'm so upset. I forgot his name because I was just reading it the other day. But I want to say there was a gentleman that, um, I want to say he plays for the White Sox, but uh, African American player. But he's swagging up the game the way he threw the bat after he hit a home run. Yeah. Like instead of throwing the bat like regular or throwing it like this, he flipped it like like he chucked it and then like it went viral. Right. And it's just off of, he's just like, that's my emotion. That's my, that's the way I play. That's where I come from. And it's like exuding that and showing that. And you're the first player to go ahead and throw the bat on some different type of, yeah. nah, yeah. this is my swag. Like, sure. it's like, nah, it's champion that. Super champion that. Some people aren't going to like that. Some people is going to ruffle a couple of feathers, but be yourself right. and write your story. Because not everybody going to read your story. Not every, I don't, I didn't read every book out here. But documenting it is important, like what you guys are doing, man, and Tycoon. And, like, for me, it was even cool. Like, I remember I've been following Simeon, you know, and everybody got to go back listening to Juice's previous podcast. uh, Talked about all his work for BET, man, coming up, Hot 97, Cam Kirk Studios. But with Simeon, it was, like, it was cool to see, like, even for Halloween, it was, like, Justin Fields, I ain't got no candy, so I just went to Target and just bought a bunch of candy. It's little things like that. Like, you get to know and invest in the person because if he just has that helmet on and that jersey, I don't really know what he looks like. I don't know his personality. And it's even a crazy Mm -hmm. story because it's like he's writing his own story because he gets thrown into the starting position. 
So like exactly. Simeon is there capturing all of that. Like, what is your headspace like? What is the highs, the lows, the ups and downs? So it's like very important in this documented work so people could come back and look like hey maybe it was a rough season or maybe it was this maybe it was that but now he worked right now it's showing him training and stuff like that um I, I feel like i don't know if he was on the field with kaepernick and a couple different athletes or something like that uh i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure if he was um i definitely love to see that but i'm not sure i want to say everybody a lot of people practice at morehouse Right. Um, yeah, I think they like, was at Morehouse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I take my athletes out there a couple times for our trainers' corner, um, which is pretty much just like our community, kind of like our community as far as our athletes, where we go ahead and work out and give them a strength and conditioning trainer, things like that. To when they do come to Atlanta and when they do are when they are in the area and they do need to put in some work in or get some work and stay sharp. Like so, pretty much we'd be using um Morehouse as as a football field as well too. So anytime like they're out there, we try to get some footage as well. We try to definitely get some content because that's of course footage that everybody needs to see too. Yeah. Uh, Kaepernick, I want to say I I didn't get the chance to see him as well work out yet, but if he's in the Atlanta area, like shoot, I definitely would like to reach out to him. and Definitely would like to get some content on. Yeah, I think it was um, from Morehouse. I think they was working out. It was a couple of uh, black athletes just uh, getting it in, you know, because the season, you know, spring's training and the summer's about to come up, so they're about to start training camp. So I feel like Justin Fields and Kaepernick and a couple other people was out there just getting some work in, you know. But um, for me, I'm thinking if I'm a young athlete and, you know, I'm trying to find, like, a media company and, things like that, or I'm trying to brand myself or figure it out, and I'm up and coming, I'm hot, you know, I got some followers, got some vibes, or I'm trying to take it to the next level. Uh, why should I choose Tycoon if I was that up and coming and people trying to holler at me, people trying to get with me? What sets Tycoon apart from everybody else? It's so funny, too. Um, I always ask that. I always get asked that, too, but um, as far as, like, with the athletes and parents and things like that, and I always break down to them. It it's no problem. It's, you don't have to ever. I'm I'm never I'm never that pushy person or pushy. Like I don't want to come off as the agent agent type type thing because it's like it's your brand right. and it's your story. It's up to you if you want to tell it and how you want to tell it and how many other people are going to give you that opportunity because really because. However long you've been playing, if you're a superstar or even you're not a superstar, even you're on your way to being a superstar, maybe you're on a team with a superstar, but there's thousands of cameras, whether on the sideline, whether you're being watched on TV, it's millions, thousands of cameras and everything like that. People running up on you, oh, camera, 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 oh, picture, picture, picture. How many of those are for you? Right. Like. Forget everybody else. Forget it. You know what I mean? Forget what the NFL is showing, what the NBA is showing, what they're, they're showing your jersey, and they're showing the team that they are paying to play on that network. And they're making sure that they're getting their money and making sure that their players are doing their thing. But how many of those cameras on those sidelines and how many of those flashes are for you and your brand and to help you build your brand? Those are to build other people's brands and other companies and help them show that they have content. They're trying, they're trying to get clout to show that they were there. 
Our clout is in how you advance yourself. Right. That's how we make that's how we make ourselves feel good. The fact that, oh, this athlete just dived into this different NFT. This athlete just produced this song for this for this artist. This athlete just, hey, bro, like it's the sky's the limit, man. Really, sky's the limit. Um, we want to be able to dive into everything, every sport. We cover all primary sports. You know what I mean, basketball, baseball, soccer, football, boxing. Um, and of course, we want to, we're tapping into X Games uh, as far as skateboarding, snowboarding. You'll see some of that on our page as well. But any athlete, you're more than welcome. Um, gymnastics, of course, track and field. Um, where any athlete we're we're working with, and we're going to try to get content and try to push their story, help them write their narrative. In the socials, and how can uh, the Tycoon be found? At Tycoon Sports Media on everything. Okay, okay, man. And one of the things, man, I seen when you posted that you was moving in the tycoon and you creating it, man, that's getting out of comfort zone, man. And like, that's really putting yourself out there, man. Talk about that feeling of like putting yourself out there, trying something that's different. And a lot of people ain't on it unless they already have an athlete or they are an athlete. How was that for you getting out of that comfort zone? And like, look, I'm going to try it. I'm going to do this. It's scary, bro. I ain't going to lie. I'm still scared. Like, I'm still trying to figure this thing out, bro. <laughs> like, I, this is, like, you my first podcast on this, bro, like, based off of Tycoon. Like, so it's, like, me doing the switch and me trying to figure out everything. It's, like, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate that love. Like, you know what I mean? I've always extending out that um, that helping hand. And, of course, like, being being willing to listen to people and being able. So I appreciate you, of course, your platform and pushing us forward always. Um, but, yeah, bro, it's just scary, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out every step at a time. So it's like, I'm one of those perfectionist people yeah. that wait, 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 wait. And then my partners had to be, of course, the ones to be like, bro, if you don't jump, bro, like, you are dope, bro. Like, had to give me that. And that's back tapping back into who's in your actual corner. Like, who's actually pushing you forward to do things. Like, I got my advisors and my people behind me, and they just said, bro, like, what? Like, this is what you want to do, bro. This is a fire idea. Like, the name in itself. And I'm just like, really? Like, they're like, stop second guessing yourself, bro. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like, I'm going to do this. Right. And it's just like, that's when I put my f- both feet in and I said, this is what I'm going to do. And when I start seeing that people were believing, like, not even just believing me. Because of course you're gonna believe. I get the you get the first people through the first door. You now I mean of just believing in you, but then they have to hear the product. Like they have to hear everything you say out your mouth and believe in it. And when I started getting that people through that door, just started feeling a lot better. Just started feeling like a little okay. Now nah, we can get something. We can get this going. And it's like once you start seeing that, once you start seeing traction, you start seeing movement. Okay. Okay. That consistency, man. I can do this. Yeah. 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 When you just keep going, man. And I see that you guys got an internship, man. I would love to get my nephew on there. He's he's 16 right now, but I just, he loves sports. So I just would love to have him like a part of internship. Maybe just see one day what you guys do, how you guys moving. But your internship right now, what are you guys looking for in the intern? Problem. So right now we um we do have it closed off for the spring summer, but um of course tell them to apply for this uh for the winter. We're definitely looking for interns for the winter, of course. Okay. But um with that, 
we pretty much we divide it into um, three departments as far as the administrative, the social media, and we have our photographer and videographers as well. So we've um, we've done a couple partnerships. Um, announcements soon come, but pretty much with that, we um, the photographers and videographers will be covering the partners um, handling their media needs and handling that and. Uh, social media, of course, we'll be running the social media page and helping with different ideas to keep us smooth, fresh, clean, um, exciting, engaging, and all of the above. Um, and of course, administrative will be helping me out, getting me <laughs> in my day to days and pretty much helping out with different uh, expectations as far as like, so I'm making sure my head is doesn't explode as far as with athletes and different paperwork and different contracts and things like that. So yeah, we were just, uh, we were desperate for, not even desperate, but we were just desperate to grow. Like, that's why I say we were just, um, we were moving very fast, definitely bringing, like, I wasn't expecting people to flow in like that, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, the people that show love and definitely were inquired, I appreciate every single person that inquired and um, the team that we rocked with, I'm very happy with them. I'm very, um, proud of them excited for this journey and they definitely have some bright minds they have some bright minds and some a lot of potential and i just want to help them gain experience give them every little bit of game that i've gotten up to this point and anything new i've learned i'm passing right on down because i'm not that person of course to hold knowledge and i mean like make a person feel like they can't come to me so i've always been that person of yeah bro like come to me come let's chop it up if you have any questions at all anything if i don't know the answer i'll find out right now man that's my that's one of my biggest things that i preach to them like if you have any question at all any person that you don't know or you need a person a contact in this if i had that contact I'd pass it over if i don't and i i mean if i have somebody that possibly might have it i'll hit them and see you but if they don't you might have to get it on your own player but you. the point is i'm gonna try Right, man, that's beautiful, man. But definitely, man, all the best and everything you're doing. I love what you're doing. I mean, everybody go back and listen to that previous podcast and learn more about Juice, man. And shout out to everybody at the whole Camp Kirk Studios and my boy Marley, man. Marley, man, that's a good brother. Definitely shout out YM for sure. Man, that's a definitely. good brother right there, man. Spirit, New York City. Frank White is what I call him, man. It's, he, he's the man, man. King of New York, man. But before we get out of here, do this thing. Speak it to existence, man. Where will you be a year from now in Tycoon Sports Media? Where will the company be a year from now? A year from now, we will be elevated. I'm gonna say elevated. We'll be elevated. That's all. That's all I'm speaking to existence. I just want us manifest elevation and growth. That's all I want to manifest. That's my. Those are my two words uh, for the year: elevation and growth. Whether in emotion, financial, I mean, like whatever aspect a person could take that in, elevation and growth. All right, and this is recorded.